Some nice little couch though. Might have to give me something like this. Very old man. IKEA. IKEA. That's the bust place. Alright man, here we go, man. Start it. Fuck it. Let's go. Alright. So what's up guys? Um, Isaiah here, uh, aka Zay the Barber on Instagram. You know what I mean? YouTube, uh, Instagram, all those things. I'm a barber. Oh man, hold on, man. Slow down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Okay. The barber. How old are you, man? Talk about it. Where you're from? Come on, man. Yeah. Um, but I'm 20 years old. Um, I'm from I'm from Sacramento. I uh, grew up in the Elk Grove area, so I'm really familiar with this area. Mm. But um, you know what I mean? Like, it's been a long journey. I think some of the things I want to talk about today, just as far as like I've come and what what started out as far as just being a barber in general, uh, what I've gotten into, and then just some exciting things that's just been happening the last couple months and stuff like that. So, but I want to say, you know, I mean, I appreciate the opportunity to have this interview and be oh, here to come speak. On, man. You know what I mean? Hey, man, we happy to have you here, man. Thank you for your time. Yep. So, uh, let's take take us from the beginning. You're 20. You're a barber. When did you start? Okay, so like my journey kind of started when, you know what I mean, 13 years old, my dad was like, you know what I mean, you got to get your hair cut, but either I'm going to do it or, you know what I mean, we're going to take you to the shop, but you got to pay for it. And you know, at 13, you know, that's, that's a tough decision. Your dad, you know what I mean, keep fucking up your lineup. And shit, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and for me, it was like, I mean, 13 years old, you ain't got no money. At the time, I think haircuts was like $15 or something like that. It probably wasn't really that expensive what it is now, but... Um, I remember that was tough. I was like, man, uh, I got cut by this barber and he really, you know, gave me a clean, fresh cut. I love the environment of the barbershop when mm. I was there. It was like, when you was at the barbershop, you seen everybody making money. Right. You seen, you seen the conversation, the funny shit. You seen a whole a lot of good stuff that it was just intriguing to me. And um, I remember my dad was like, you know, I could just, you know, get you some clippers and you can start practicing on yourself. And uh, one day I came home, my dad had some, a box of clippers. It was like some old, cheap ones, you know what I mean? The Walmart ones with the yeah. colors on them? Yeah, it was, <laughs> she was some cheap old clippers, but you know what I mean? At the time, it was like, you know what I mean? That was the best thing your dad could have gave you. He was like, well, let's get in this bathroom. Let's start lining myself up. And, um, you know what I mean? The first time, you know what I mean? I messed, I messed my whole hairline up, pushed it all back. Mm. Yeah, just grimy. Did you and, go to uh, school, though? Yeah, I did. You rocked it? Yeah. And I remember it was like that. It was a bad school day. <laughs> Was How were they treating you? Oh man, I remember I actually, so it was like the worst thing because I actually like cut my whole eyebrow off. Like, what? I cut the whole eyebrow off. It was like one of those clippers that like was like really wide. Mm. And when I had lined it up, it just took the whole, the whole, uh, the whole eyebrow off. And I remember going to school and I was like, you know what I mean? Everybody was like, bro, it was like, bro, what happened to your, what happened to your, uh, to your eyebrows? And I remember that day vividly. Like, <laughs> like, if you ever had one of those moments where you're like, hey, uh, what's, what's the worst day of school you ever had? Like, that's right. gonna be the moment I tell, like, my kids or, like, you know what I mean, people when I'm old, a lot older, just like, that was the moment. And, uh, and ever since then, it was like, you know what I mean, like, you would just cut your homies, you would, you know, cut your brothers, you would, I continuously to cut myself, and you just continuously got better. Right. I mean, it was a struggle, you know what I mean? It, the first three or four years was like, you ain't see no progress. You know what I mean? You ain't what, like your talent or just... A little bit of everything, you know what I mean? Mm. You know what I mean? There was no money really involved. There was, like, as far as, like, just trying to build clientele, there right. was no, like, real progression as far as, like, um, like my skills was getting better, but it still could have been a lot of work on. And um, I think the journey was more of this, I was just building a lot of foundation. You right. know what I mean? I was just in that, like, you know what I mean, cooking stuff up. But, you know what I mean, you may not got the results you was looking for, but it just took time. 
And uh, the last three years is one of the, is the, kind of like around the time I've been getting all my results. You know what I mean? The the followers on Instagram, the, the I had the clientele started up like really well, charging like thirty to forty dollars. You know what I mean? Mm. Like so when, three when years you, ago. When you started was was social media what it is now? Yeah. Or was you like how to tell me how the social media yeah. aspect started? Yeah. So it was almost like it was almost like I had built my own clientele already. You know what I mean? I was charging like twenty five, thirty, you know, dollars at the time. Mm. Uh, is was, that the going rate? Like, yeah, what is like? Yeah, the 25, 30, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, uh, that, you know, I was booked out, you know, making my making my chips, you know what I mean? And it got to a point where I was just like, you know, clients after clients after clients. And I started posting on social media. I started doing videos. I started doing a whole bunch of stuff and started building up some traction. Right. You know what I mean, this whole past year, I think I started with like zero. Like, I started like with like a thousand followers last year. And then at the end of 2017, you know, I had 105,000. You know what I mean? Rewind, hold on real quick because they're not going. You said 105? Yes, 105. Damn. How, how, now, how did that go? Like, when did you. How did it like what started the the whole thing? Was it oh, like it was this it was the uh it was when everybody when in the barber industry started doing these viral Instagram videos. They would create these videos, little short little one minute clips mm -hmm. and they would have a nice little cover to it and so I just started, you know, other dudes at the shop, we started, you know, cooking stuff up with that. And uh I was slowly, you know what I mean, but surely, you know what I mean, it just got like one you know what I mean, one you know, one one of them got like ten thousand views, you know what I mean? Damn. One of them got like twenty thousand views, you know what I mean? And you start getting into more numbers, you were really like, Okay, I can push this thing, I can push this thing. And uh, once you build up the momentum, you build the consistency, you posting three times a day, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I built that. And uh, and it was it was exciting. It was like you know one of the best accomplishments you know in my life because it was like man I finally see myself moving in a direction that I want to and and getting some attention from it and also feeling like you know I mean you got a purpose now. Right. And uh, when you when you find that level of success in certain things, you that's what keeps you going. And um, what what is success to you though? I think success to me is kind of just just achieving. Uh, your your goals, you know what I mean, and continuously achieving your goals and striving for them. I don't think you ever necessarily reach a destination where you're just like, oh, I'm done. Right. You know what I mean? But it's definitely uh, success is more of like a, a mindset and it's a habit. It's like you know what I mean. It's it's habitual in the things that you do. So uh, when I was able to just you know what I mean really get into those get into that space of just building on something, right. I knew that that was like this is like what success feels like. And so it's like, I want to continue to do more things like that, whether it's, you know, I mean, and we don't even know what we're going to continuously do right. five years from now. We can have certain goals, but things always switch up. I even think that this route I took wasn't necessarily what I thought I was going to take five years ago, but it definitely was something that, you know, I mean, is paying off and something that I enjoy. It's like you got to continuously to pursue your passion, and that's what kind of success comes along with. It's like you can accomplish anything, but can you accomplish things that you're actually passionate about? Right. At what age did you say, all right, man, you know what? I'm really nice at this haircutting thing, man. Like, what? at what age do you feel like Ooh, you mastered um, it? Or did would, you master it? You like, I would say maybe around, like, 18 years old, right? I get into the shop. The first, like, couple, like, months I was into the shop, right? Mm. It was like, man, I have my skills down. I have everything. But it's just I didn't have no clientele, really. Right. And I think every barber goes to the stage where they actually master their skills before they probably get clientele. Mm. And um, and I think it also mastery comes with time. And it's like every master was once a beginner. So it's like I know at this point when you're when you're mastering your craft day in and day out, it don't ever stop. You continuously are trying to get better at what you do. You continuously trying to just get better. You you never reaching. You never staying. You know what I mean? At this you know satis satisfying level, I'm always trying to get to that next level and figure out how I can get better. 
Right. So you say your dad basically kind of started you. Yeah. How does he see you now? Like, at the, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, think, how's that? I think my dad at first was just giving me the Clippers just to see what I would do with it. Right. And I, it was funny because, you know, as I started getting more, you know, I started cutting more throughout the years. Then my dad was like, okay, maybe I need to, like, set him up a little station in the garage. You know mm. what I mean? So my dad put together, like, a little wooden thing. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, it's kind of like where I can put all my clippers at. I can have my station at my chair. My dad mounted that up together, you know what I mean, so that I could do that. And he's always been like a big help. Right. Um, and, you know, as I started graduating, it kind of was like that conversation of like, you're going to go to school, you're going to get a, you know, he really wanted me to go to school. He really wanted me to get a state job. He wasn't at first thinking that this is what it was going to be. Like, I could really, like, you know, elevate to the next level. Um, but he was, you know, behind me as far as what I was passionate about, and, right. you know, he, you know, he would give me advice and stuff like that on what I should do. But ultimately he always knew that I was going to be passionate and do whatever I wanted to do at the point. So he was more supportive. Um, and now it's like, you know, my dad, you know, he is bragging rights at this point now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, if we, if you bring it up in a family conversation, he definitely going to bring you up, you know, it's, uh, so it's good. And, um, I think you just get to that level where your you know your parents is proud of you and they just want to keep seeing you win keep seeing you pursue your dreams so how was childhood you have both parents yeah yep yeah, yep yeah. talk about it man that's yeah. a rarity out here yeah. man i yeah. mean moms and dad uh uh so it's it's almost like uh my parents are you know i mean they're both like uh you know state workers and stuff like that and they both like kind of grew me up to where it was like you could do whatever you wanted to do mm. you know it was like I never had to go to college if I didn't want to. It wasn't like it was the, you know, strict where it was like you could you could only be a doctor, you're going to be a lawyer. So it was really open with whatever I wanted to do. Right. Um, as a kid, uh, I was like, you know, I was good in school sometimes and then bad in school sometimes where it was like sometimes you had good grades, sometimes you didn't. And I think, you know, my parents definitely just, you know, made sure that I got into the right, you know, association with people, made right. sure that... I was like academically passing, you know what I mean? They weren't really pushing me to try to like, you know, be the straight A student, but they weren't just gonna let me like flunk out and fail. So it was like, it was like good to just kind of like, let me, you know, live through my teenage years and kind of figure myself out as far as what I'm passionate about. Right. Um, and just let me kind of pursue my passion. And that's kind of what like, I feel I more thank them for, yeah. is that it's more of like, instead of putting these, putting these training wheels and, and, and putting these guidelines and these strict rules, they just said, you know what I mean, figure yourself out. And I think figuring myself out did, you know what I mean, a, a real good blessing for me. With having them in your corner, yeah. you said having, uh, you know, making sure you're associated with the right people. Friends, how yeah. has that been in your life? Um, I would say, like, I think at a young age, you definitely realize that it's not about having a lot of friends. It's just about having, like, a few good ones. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I think... Uh, we all, we always get associated with the fact that because we went to school with somebody or because we did this, that everybody's our friend. Right. And that's not true at all. It's like there's just a few people that are really down for you, and those are your, your real friends. And then the rest of you know everybody is more of like associates that you that you you know accomplish things with through life. So it's like I don't never really uh, you know where I'm like out all the time where I'm just like oh this person my friend this person you know what I mean yeah. I really just you know me keep it solid with you know what I mean a few people like my man right here on the side. Right. But like. I just, you know what I mean, keep it 100 with the people and just be like, you know what I mean, there's always, a, there's, you never know who you're going to grow with as well because I've also built friendships with the people in the last couple of years that I think probably were, you know what I mean, new friendships, but probably some of the best friendships that I had I have in my life right now.
Mm. Um, so it's constantly growing and, and realizing that it's about keeping positive association around you and then people who are also trying to go to where you're trying to go. It's like, I'm not really worried about my history with somebody. I'm worried about where we're going to grow as, as people together. You know what I mean? If I know that I'm trying to get to this destination and, and so are they, I know that we can, we can have a friendship because we have the same aim in life. Ladies and gentlemen, he's 20 years old, right? Yeah. You see how mature he is? Talk, man, how are you? <laughs> Sound like you got it together, man. What's, uh, like, how, how, you got uh, brothers, sisters? Yeah, I got two older brothers. Um, oh, okay. So you have to grow up a little quicker? Yeah, yeah, definitely like that. Um, I think it was more of the fact that I had a client um, that actually referred a couple of books to me mm. while I was uh, cutting hair. And Talk it was, about it. Yeah, it was almost like when you when you cutting hair, you just grinding, you just passionate and stuff like that. You doing a lot of things without no purpose. Mm. You you just you know you're grinding. You don't really know what you're accomplishing yet. And when he referred a couple of books to me, like Think and Grow Rich or like uh, you know Rich Dad Poor Dad, those books kind of like put this whole like system together and this purpose in my life to where I was like, okay, I know that if I focus on self development and focus on self, then I'll figure everything else out. You know what I mean? I don't ever really like try to like chase outside forces. I just focus on within. And when I was able to really just master that and just kind of like, you know what I mean? I, can, I want to continuously to read. I want to continuously to learn about my craft. I want to continuously learn about myself and what I'm passionate about. You find your way throughout this stuff. It's like I didn't know it was going to be the the Instagram that I was going to that was going to be my platform. Right. I didn't know that I was even going to be a barber at like 16, 17 years old. It was more of that I just continuously to pursue what I was passionate about and continuously to seek within what my strengths were and focus on those things. And that's why I continuously to kind of excel in certain things. It's like, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do in a year from now, but I know I probably will succeed because I'm just going to be focusing in on within. Right. Man, you're a deep brother, man. So make sure y'all get them books. We'll make sure we have the links in the bottom, right? Yeah. Can't say Amazon without getting paid, but we just did. Yeah. <laughs> so... No, but for sure. So with that, how do you how do you look at just everyday life? Like what do you do? You're twenty years old, you're successful, you know what I'm saying? You got on jewelry. Yeah. You know like, <laughs> talk about so it, man. Like, what do you do? I mean two thousand eighteen, man. I mean I just launched my uh my barber education course. Uh, we came out with a, f a five-day boot camp where people can where people can uh, subscribe to my newsletter and get five video training videos, and then I just came out with a course to back it up so that you know people who are willing to invest in themselves can take a whole blueprint that I put out on far as how to become a barber, how to build social media presence, and then how to you know I mean gain that you know I mean that six-figure income. So it's like. I realize that sometimes it's like you can do all these things in life, you can do anything, but if you could like, you know, I mean, make a million, you got to give a million first. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I know like there's a bigger purpose and my purpose is honestly to master everything that I do, but then give it all away to the person who's coming behind me. Right. And, um, and, I, and that's my formula, that's my purpose in this life is to just keep growing, keep winning, but then help the next person who's behind me. Because I know like my journey was seven years, but I may be able to help somebody get the same destination I'm at in three years. Right. Because I'm able to just jumpstart them and get them past some of the obstacles I, I faced, some of the things that were difficult as far as a barber. And so I learned that, you know, I mean, education is my route. And um, I'm sticking to that for 2018 and just focusing on teaching barbers and educating. And, uh, you know, I mean, we launched this uh, on Wednesday and stuff like that. We already then sold 60 courses, you know, what I mean? wow. and, and, you know, in five, five days. So 
Um, it's, it, that's my route and uh, it wasn't even something that I thought I was gonna pursue either that's another thing I didn't think I was gonna pursue um, but it's just it's just you know I mean you gotta go with the with the hot hand sometimes you gotta go with what people want and I think uh, sometimes people realize that you're not the products sometimes are within yourself you know what I mean sometimes people right. just want what you possess and that's a skill set and that's a knowledge so I'm just trying to pour out my my, my skill set and my knowledge towards other people and help them grow right so you invest a lot in yourself yeah, always. That's I, that's the first thing I'll invest in probably is, uh, you know what I mean, before you buy some stocks, before you buy some real estate, you know what I mean, invest in yourself, invest in your knowledge, invest mm -hmm. in you. How important is that to you in your life? Uh, Number one, because I think if, you know what I mean, if self ain't right, you can't get nothing else. You know what I mean? Self-mastery is, is what self-discipline is. Uh, you can you could try to change these outside forces, but you know I mean I always have this thing that and actually I don't even remember the guy's Instagram, but he he said it way better than how I said it. He said if you're trying to change the things around you, change the things within you. Mm. And so and so it was like if I ever feel like I'm trying to change certain things in, in around my life as far as money, as far as people, as far as any environment, uh, you know what I mean if I get in a car accident, I'm gonna look back at you know what I mean some of the things that happened within that day. What what did I attract? Right. You know what I mean? So I'm learning that if anything that I want, anything I want to possess, it's just, you know what I mean, changing the things within you. So I know that investing in yourself, investing in your knowledge, investing in personal development within yourself is what's going to get you to that next level. It's not, sometimes we always think it's the trying to change other people. Mm. Sometimes we think it's about, you know what I mean, making sure that, you know what I mean, other people aren't doing stuff. We get mad at everybody else, but sometimes you got to really look in deep inside and be like, okay, what am I doing? What, what you know what I mean, what roots am I, you know what I mean, planting inside that keeps growing this, you know what I mean, keeps cultivating these results. Right. So, uh, you don't mind taking critiques from other people to like better oh, yourself? No, no, no. You okay no. with that? It's, it's so funny because I think uh, today somebody sent me a message. It was a great message. He even t he, 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 he told me that um, to work on speaking. Right. Mm. And I and I told him, I said, I, I said, I appreciate you for for uh, critiquing that as well. And it's actually at this moment, I'm taking some like speaking uh, engagement courses and stuff like that and some books, because I know that one of the things I want to master is speaking. I have a lot of knowledge. I have a lot of information to give, but I want to learn and, and articulate my words better. So right. it's like we know that our weaknesses are our weaknesses and people are able to critique them and able to look at them. But I know what my strengths are as well. So it's like I'm going to run with my strengths and I'm going to go hard with my strengths. But then I'm also going to work and tweak little things about my weaknesses that I'm trying to improve. Right. Is. Man, I don't know, man. You sound like. <laughs> Should you write a book or something, man? <laughs> are you thinking about doing that? Sound like you got a lot. Yeah. Sound like your head is straight on, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty locked in. But I think um, books training, uh, consulting, we, we don't know what can happen in the future. Right. It's more of just focusing in on, on you and kind of, you know, I'm enjoying your life. I think uh, me coming off this course, I've also freed up some time as far as where I don't have to be in the shop all the time. Right. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm at the gym hooping sometimes. Like, oh, so you're a hooper, huh? Like, I'm at, you know, yeah, man, I used to hoop back in high school. Mm -hmm. um, I'll go shopping or something or do anything that I really enjoy because it's like you can only work so much to where you want to do, you want to enjoy yourself. You want to maybe travel the world in, you know I mean, six months. You may want to do certain things. So it's really just about focusing in on just having balance. How do you value a dollar? Like what does a dollar mean to you? Uh, nothing at all. Because mm. uh, uh, like Robert Kiyosaki talked about, he talked about how that money is just an illusion. 
And uh, if you keep thinking that the idea is that if I if I work for these two hours, I'm gonna get paid a certain amount, you you know you kind of fooling yourself. Money is just an illusion. It's just a you know I mean it's a currency. We all we just trade value for value. And I know that even with my education, when I came out with, I knew that somebody if I give them ten thousand dollars worth of knowledge, I knew that they can give me a hundred dollars back. Mm. So it's not that the dollar and the value actually means anything. It's just an illusion to people that they give up for something. Wow, it's pretty deep, man. <laughs> so, do you, so with material things, are you? Oh, I like to enjoy my life. What is enjoying your life? Talk about. I would say Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Uh, so I would say I even came out with a video on my YouTube channel about how to save money, right? But I dropped the YouTube, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah the, the YouTube, YouTube is Isaiah Ford. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Make sure y'all subscribe. Yeah, but I, I dropped the video and I, I was teaching some of these younger cats and just people my generation, the millennials, about how to save money. And I told them that this the formula is is to you know pay yourself ten percent. You know what I mean? And what and and and, and invest in yourself ten percent, and the rest of it is yours. Mm. It's like that's such a that's such a small principle. That's such a small transaction. But if you probably do that till the day you die, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Investing in an IRA account or certain things, it's gonna pay you off. It's gonna you know compound interest. You know it means something. But it it's it's the balance though, because people think that they one gotta you know save all their money, but right. then don't enjoy their life. But then there's also people who just spend all their money and never have anything to save. So it's like having that healthy balance to where it's like I know that when I make this money. I'm gonna have my, my principles that I follow as far as savings and stuff like that, but then I'm also gonna buy myself something and, and you know what I mean and enjoy myself. I'm probably gonna uh, you go shop and buy clothes. I already know what I'm able to spend because it's right. like you budgeting. You know what you're about to do with your money. So it's like when it comes to lifestyle, it's like I have a Mercedes. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna live my life. I'm gonna continue to grow and one day you know what I mean I might have a Lamborghini. It's just a process, but it's just about having a good balance with it. Right. Look, looking back, um, is there anything that you bought and you were like, ah, you know what, this was kind of stupid. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 when I had when I had got my first car, it was a um, it was a Mercedes, right? Right. And uh, it was 2014, and it was funny because I could afford it, right? But I didn't have credit, mm. so um, at the time, it was almost like you were you were like, man, I really want this car. It's like, man, I just really want to stunt on these niggas at 18. <laughs> Like, you're like, I really just want to stun on them, right? And uh, and the only thing that they could offer me was a 24% interest rate. Damn. And we all know that that's like... <laughs> <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> but at the time, it was like, at the time, it was like, you know, I, mean, I could still afford it. But it was like, but what makes you want to do something that dumb? Right. And... You know what I mean? Looking back at it, it's one of those like things that you just like. It was. I, I'm actually happy that I still did it anyways because it taught me something. Right. It's like with every mistake you make, just learn from it. Just right. don't make it twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sometimes when I look back at things or I make mistakes or I did certain things, I ain't really mad at myself for doing it. I'm more of just like, okay, learn it, put it in your pocket, put it in your back pocket, and know that whenever this opportunity comes again, just don't make that same mistake. Right. With having success at this age. Um, do you feel it's a bigger responsibility not to fail in the future? Because some people don't catch on until maybe 30. Some people don't yeah, catch on until and, 40. Yeah, you a, got it all now. The power is yours. It's, um, it's a, it's, it's a, that's a, you know, I'm a tricky one because it could be like somebody at my age, right, can be like, I have 
20 more years until I'm 40 that I can just, you know, me do some great things. Right. But then there's also somebody who's 30 with maybe some kids or something like that and feels like pressure, right? Right. But it's like pressure is the same for everyone because the pressure that it is for somebody in that position could be that I need to get my shit together right now. And then the pressure for me is that, you know what I mean, Mr. Perfect Guy, you could fuck all this shit up and, and you know what I mean, then be like a failure. But it, I don't ever really like, I realize that it's a mar life is a marathon and, and you gotta stay in your own lane. Somebody, somebody who has success at 20 years old can peak in their 40s and 50s, you know what I mean? Or somebody who had their success when they were 50 can live till they're 100 and have all the success then. So it's like, success comes at different times for everybody. And it's just about staying in your own lane and having your own timing. And just realizing that it's a marathon. I'm not necessarily trying to accomplish everything in these next 10 years. I'm more of just living my life and learning that it's a journey. It's a marathon. I'm not out here. And, and when you do, it's a, it's a benefit when you start young. It is, because you could kind of pace yourself right. and, 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 and do the right thing. And um, I think the only thing, the pressure of just being young in general is that you have so much inexperience and, mm. and less wisdom, but you probably have more drive. Right. So uh, somebody who's maybe older may have less drive, but he has a lot more experience to where he can make a lot more wiser decisions. And I've just learned that that just comes with being young. I'm not actually out here trying to, you know, portray that I have a whole bunch of like actual experiences in, in you know what I mean? Where it's only, I probably only have like five years worth of experiences. There's some great experiences in there, right? But I, I still have to, you know, I'm still de I'm still developing theory. I'm still, you know, I'm using my theories and practicing them out and seeing if they work. And if it doesn't work, then you, you revert it. If it works, you know what I mean, keep going with it. And so I just learned that, you know, being young, it is a lot harder to be more focused, though. Mm -hmm. um, I think when you get a little older, most of your friends are more chill back, laid back. Right. When you're probably in your 20s, everybody around you is wild. Everybody around you is doing reckless shit. Everybody's around you, uh, you know, I mean, has different pressures. You know what I mean? The ladies, all that. At 20 years old, it's a lot to deal with. But when you locked in and when you really know what purpose you have in your life, you not you 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 laser focused. You ain't even really kind you're of not distracted. About, you're not distracted. No, you're not distracted by the ladies. I mean, it, when girls I, see the Instagram, I know they're like, hey. I think I think I think it's almost like this, right? Uh, er, when when somebody gets to the NBA, right? Everybody right. everybody realizes that everybody's good. Everybody's good. Right. Now it's about who can train and practice and who can and who can work on their craft to get to the next level, right? Right. So when I got that hundred thousand followers and I got to a certain level, it was like, okay, yeah, I can succeed, but then now I have to deal with all this bullshit around me. You know what I mean? The ladies, you gotta deal with people around you, you gotta deal with fake people, you gotta deal with all these things around you to where it's like it's not even about knowing that you're successful, it's just about avoiding all these distractions. Mm -hmm. And that's the simple formula. It's like you already know you have what well, you have what's capable to be successful. It's just can you maneuver through all these situations and make it happen? So it's like when you know what I mean you want to look at Kobe's situation, you want to look at all these <laughs> situations. Right. It's like it's like it, you know what I mean Ezekiel Elliott, right? You know what I mean all these guys. It's like you know what the poison is. Right. It's like can you avoid it and can you keep staying focused? So it's like I already I already know it. I already experienced and tampered with things where I'm just like okay I know what's gonna keep me down. I know what's gonna hold me down. So it's like okay let's just focus on uh, reverting my energy on what makes me win. You right. know what I mean I don't focus my energy on what makes me lose no more. I focus on my energy on what makes me win. Right. Kids having? No, I ain't got no kids, but I'll probably have kids when I'm like 30, 25. I don't know. Who knows?
That's, I mean, 20, man, no kid. That's going to put that on a tally sheet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that don't happen too often. How, how do you feel about having kids in this day and age? Oh, I mean, I think I definitely would want kids. I think it's so funny because I think I more want kids for the fact that I'm like, I want to help them pursue their passions. I want to help them live the same life that I live. I want them to enjoy their life. I want them, because I think a lot of times we as, you know I mean, as just kids in general, I think we were sheltered a lot to where it was like, we were told what not to do instead of told what to do. Right. You know what I mean? We was like, the, all this fear, you know what I mean? We were told a lot of times, we had all these fear consequences that we were told by our parents or by our uncles, you know what I mean? Don't do this because you might fail. Don't do this. Mm. But it's like, you know what I mean? I want to be able to open my kids up to an optimistic mind and an optimistic uh, mindset to where it could be like, you know what I mean? If you wanted to be a singer, you wanted to be an athlete, you wanted to be a barber, you wanted to be a, an entrepreneur, you wanted to be whatever you wanted to be, I'm going to be behind them and help them and pursue their dreams. And I, you know what I mean? I plan probably to have my kids be more successful than I am. You know what I mean? And that's my goal. And I even think, like, as far as, like, I ain't decided, like, if I'm going to have kids at 25 or 30. You know what I mean? I, right. I ain't even decided that yet because it's almost like I, ain't, I don't even know what I'm going to be feeling like tomorrow. I right. just focus on this moment to right now, this moment today, and just accomplish what I can today. I mean, in that moment. Do you feel that you were sheltered in any way? Uh, Thinking back? Sheltered? I feel like, to some extent, I probably had, like, I probably had a lot of, um, uh, you know, stigmas and fears that were put into me as a kid, mm -hmm. just because that's just that's just normal. I think one uh, the greatest quote I seen one time is said that when you enter into an adulthood, sometimes you're trying to unlearn all the bad things that you were taught. Right. All the bad habits, all the 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 mentalities, all the stigmas, all these you know pessimistic mentalities. You're trying to actually, and so I realized that when I was when I graduated high school and I was 18, I was actually just trying to you know brush off some of these things that I was told for all these years. You know, I was told for all these years, you know, I mean, all about this, all about this college stuff. But then I realized that I'm like, what, what about credit? What about taxes? What about all these things? And so it's like, you know, I mean, there are certain things in our system that aren't always good. And when we're raised into it, it, it doesn't necessarily help you. But it's your job once you become an adult to make a change and to change your habits and to make things, you know, I mean, your own life. I would think like, you know, me living on my own, it was like, dang, I probably should listen to my mom to eat my vegetables more. <laughs> like, you know I, mean? I probably, I probably should, I probably should, you know, what I mean, adopt that, you know, what I mean, cause not, you know, what I mean, same thing with cleaning your house, same thing with like doing things. You were like, man, my mom was probably right, you know. Right. And so it just comes with going into this young adulthood, and it's, it's okay. It's, you know, what I mean, just keep learning. Living on your own, how was that? Like, uh, I mean, just the first, the initial, like, all right, I'm not at mom's. Oh, spot. You know what? It was so funny. It was actually the best thing because I was actually able to realize that it's like, wow, you can create your own environment. Mm. Like you, you know, I mean, I, I lived in a household where um, there was, you know, I mean, we always had like, um, you know, cousins staying with us, grandma staying with us. Uh, you know, I mean, sometimes like other, you know, my cousins had kids that got taken away and stuff like that. They used to be in our house. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? I always had like, you know me I mean, roommates or something that was in the house <laughs> that probably wasn't like my immediate family. Right. And so you realize that when all this bullshit be going on in households and stuff like that, sometimes it does, you know what I mean, affect you in a way that when I was able to finally live on my own, I was like, dang, I'm free. I'm free from all these environments and now it's up to me to create it and for me to create this like, you know, atmosphere.
in right. my own in my own home you know what i mean so i over here got posters and and things that to remind me affirmations things in my house that i'm able to see every single day because now i'm able to be in control and um and then secondly probably would just probably be like the most difficult thing was for me to keep remembering to put out the trash on, on trash day <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. it was like i missed like three weeks in a row one time. oh no <laughs> wow i was like i kept forgetting i was like dang because I, you know when you think about it sometimes your dad always used to do that you know right. growing up and uh probably another thing would probably be to turn the heater off like Yo, you know your cold one yeah. <laughs> like it would it just got to the point where you start realizing when you live on your own you, you know what I mean? nobody else is gonna do it for no. you no so I was just, uh, you know what I mean, just realizing that I had to take care of little things. And, it, you know what I mean, it comes with experience, experience, experience and um, it's just, you know, it's fun, you know what I mean, continues to live your life. It seems like you're big on, like, good energy mm -hmm. and positive energy. Talk, yeah. talk about that, like. Well, it's like you want positive outcomes, you got to give positive energy. And I think realize, realize too, that sometimes we chase um, success, chase these feelings, chase these cars, chase all these things that if we're never happy in the moment and embrace the moment, how are we ever going to actually find true happiness? Because happiness isn't actually something that is controlled by material items, by success. You can have a million dollars, but if you ain't happy within, that that million dollars ain't going to give you nothing. Right. And so I realized that when it comes to positive vibes, I'm waking up with affirmations. I'm saying things that I'm grateful for. I'm giving gratitude, you know what I mean? And doing certain things because I know that that's the type of life, um, you know what I mean? That's the type of like the life I want to live. I'm going to enjoy the process. I'm going to enjoy the moment so that when I'm, you know what I mean, I, I get a house, a cars, you know what I mean, jewelry, whatever it is, it's going to be a happy moment instead of that, like, we're, we're in America where we're consumers. We're just like, oh, another, you know what I mean, another, you know, shirt, another shoes. We're just getting to that discontent all the time. We're never satisfied. Right. So I learned just to be satisfied within the moment. And that's another good book is The Power of Now. I read like it made me really wake up that it's like you have to be able to have a mindset within now and be content with now. Like if you know if anything happened today, you got to be content and happy within within this period of time. Have you already have you gotten to that point? Yeah. To where if you lost it all today. Yo, bro, I I I be I be thinking every single day like I just wake up that I'm like you know. I almost put like this like strategy thing. I'm like, okay, um, well, I'm like, I'm here in this area. I'm here in this area. I, I can improve in this area. You just got to come with acceptance with that. I think we sometimes don't become an acceptance with our flaws either. Mm. Like we, 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 we always trying to like, you know, we get better. We're always trying to get a nicer car. We always trying to, you know, feel like you want to get a little bit slow, you know what I mean? Get right. a little bit bigger. But if you just become content with your flaws, then you probably would be a lot more happier. So it's like, um, I remember my, uh, my mentor, Chris Johnson, said that we're always counting. He said, we're always counting. He said, so you're either counting your blessings or the things that you don't like. Mm. So it's like, we're, we're just counters. And he said, and what you're counting will determine your emotions. Wow. And so, and so that's how I got into that mindset of just like more counting more blessings, counting more, uh, you know, things that you're really grateful for. And that's what will control your emotions. Damn. Shit's deep. We're going to have like a whole section in the description, just all the quotes from this interview. Shit's crazy. Bucks, bucks, yeah, all of that, yeah, man. Yeah. So looking forward, man, you know, you're out here teaching, you know, you're successful, you know. 
Are the ladies like? Do you have a girlfriend? Um, I have I have a lady that I'm probably like pursuing just you know I mean strictly just her right now. Mm. So I'll say like I even like realize with that like you gotta become content with that. You gotta become you gotta be in the in the mode of where you gotta really focus in on on cultivating relationships, cultivating people. I I think about um you know what I mean my homies. I mean I spend more time with them and I you know what I mean we go out and we you know what I mean. It's like you gotta be into that mode of just like cultivating what you already have instead of trying to chase things that you that you you're trying to pursue. Right. You know what I mean? And so when it comes to friends, when it comes to women, when it comes to even just like my, my parents in general, I'm always trying to embrace now. I'm trying to embrace what I already have. And that's how you actually become happier. So when I'm driving my car, I actually feel like I'm enjoying driving my car now because I've gotten to that moment where like I'm not looking outside of my window trying to search for the next car. I'm just enjoying what I already have. And so when it comes to women, comes to uh, friendships, when it comes to anything, you just got to embrace what you already have. Right. Young guy comes up to you and say, hey, man, I'm trying to be like you. Oh, uh, what do you tell him? I tell him, I said, don't try to be like me. Try to be the best you I said. Nobody, nobody can be. Nobody can be a better version than you can be you. It's like, you know, we all have one, you know, thumbprint. You know what I mean? Nobody could ever replicate you. You know what I mean? And that's what I that's how I got to my point. It's cause I wasn't trying to be like nobody else. Right. I was trying to be like me. I was trying to be the best Zay possible. And I was trying to be, you know, I mean the best. So when it's like when you when you look at it and everybody wanna say, oh, you know what I mean? Uh, when you're trying to look at history down the line, right, and you be like, I want to be recognized as the GOAT, right? right. You got to realize that you got to be the GOAT of you. You got to be the best, the best Zay of you, you know what I mean? And so when I encourage people and I tell them, I'm like, dude, you're going to create your own lane. You're going to create something that's special that I can't even do because you can't, cause you can't be replicated. So when you focus on your strengths, um, accepting your flaws, you know what I mean, embracing your moments, embracing everything that you have and, and having that like courage, you're not going to try to like, you know, be nobody else. I tell my homies all the time, like, you have strengths that ain't nobody have. You got a certain combination, you know what I mean, that nobody have. So just embrace it and just start winning with it. You don't need nothing else to give you confirmation to keep going. You don't need, a, you don't need these extra strengths to try to, you, you already have the, you know what I mean, you already possess the strengths itself to, to create things and make things happen. Right. Damn, man. You right, you you caught this shit too, right? <laughs> so, I know. <laughs> All right, come on, man. <laughs> this nigga dropping jewels, man. <laughs> yeah, he, he probably recording. I told you, once you get me on camera, I'm gonna. Hey, like, hey, it is, what, what's crazy is it's 2018. This type of voice ain't coming from 20 year olds. You know oh, what I'm no. saying? No. So like, I, it's just it shit is wild to me. Like. You got a Snoop shirt on, sound like vintage hip hop. <laughs> hey, but that's what, but that's what I said. Like, you know, what I mean, to these people, like, you gonna figure out what you're passionate about, but you also gonna figure out what you like. I learned that in high school, you was always trying to dress like everybody else. You was trying to like, you know, what I mean, do things certain. You trying to listen to music certain, you know, what I mean, the way other everybody else was doing it. Like, I learned to just start embracing what you like. You know what I mean? I like my hair like this right now. You know what I mean? Next week I might get it braided in a different way. I just learned to start embracing what I like and not really care about what people think about it. Mm -hmm. And so when you and when you live in those moments, you start doing it, that's how you get more happier. That's how you really live this this true life. So it's like I'm even like before the interview, I was like, what should I wear? I'm like, you know what? And I, I was like, oh, I like the Snoop sh or shirt. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get those. 
And it's just like I realized that it's just about embracing what you what you like. You know what I mean? If you like them special pair of Jordans, then you know what I mean. Then wear them. Don't worry about if somebody call you a hype beast or not. You know what I mean? Mm. But if you know what I mean, if there's some Reeboks that you really like and you scared of wearing them because they Reebok, you know what I mean? Rock them. And so that's how I view it. It's like you know what I mean. I wear what I want to wear. Um, I do what I want to do. I listen to type of music. I even like you know I me mean, do some real estate on the side to where um, I don't even show up to the property with no suit on because that ain't that ain't me. You, you do know? real estate too? Yeah, yeah. This shit's crazy, man. What's, <laughs> you you talk for forty five minutes and leave out real estate? That, oh, I could. Oh, well, you. Well, everything you. This is for you. I. Well, we was gonna get to that. Oh, okay. It's your time, man. So we do real estate. What we doing? Yeah. Hey, and actually, um, on my YouTube channel, there's the video of me actually uh, closing my first deal back in June, and then I'm about to come up with another video because I actually closed a deal. What was it last month? It was like a couple weeks ago, and so um, I actually just got into it because. I was just trying to uh, figure out, you know what I mean, some side hustles. I'm like, okay, what's some ways that I can learn about real estate? Because I know long term, that's, you know what I mean, you want to build some wealth, you want to build some some residuals, some income that can, you know what I mean, come in. And, um, I, you know what I mean, I learned it through taking a course. That's how I kind of came up with my barber education. I was like, I took a real estate course to learn it, but I'm like, wow, I could just teach, I could teach a course just like this, get to the barbers. So it's like, you realize that sometimes all these things feed off of each other. Right. All these things, you could take little pieces and little skill sets and little things in different areas and just put them all together and create <laughs> your own. That's what I mean by not rep, by not like replicate, no, you're, you can't be replicated. Cause you could take all your experiences, all your strengths and just put them together and start doing it in your own way. You know what I mean? I'm gonna do real estate. I'm gonna do barbering. I'm gonna do all these things in my own way. That's unique, and so um, you know, it's 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 like I'm enjoying the, what my life is going to bring because I don't know what it's gonna be all the time. I didn't know it was gonna be doing like wholesale real estate. You know what I mean? I didn't know what some of the things I was gonna be getting into. So I'm just continuously just see what happens. You know, me and him, uh, you know, my my partner right here, we we thinking about things that we want to do together and stuff like that because we're just we just, when you have that drive, you have that ambition, you feel like you know what I mean you could just do certain things. But I know that barbering is like my number one. Uh, you gotta have your number one. You gotta have your master. You gotta have something that you just go down. You know, in history with with just like. He was known for that. Right. And so I know what my bread and butter is. I know what my thing is. I'm so passionate about. And that's what I'm going to stick to. But I know that pursuing some of these other things are going to be opportunities for me as far as an entrepreneur. And, and, and before we get out, because they're definitely hitting that mark. <laughs> definitely hitting that mark. I have to ask. Being an entrepreneur for so long, could you ever see yourself working under or for someone? Hell no. <laughs> I didn't even think you had to ask that question. I have to. The people need to know. Come on. <laughs> like, what? Have you ever had a job? I had a job for one week. Doing what? Uh, working at the state fair. <laughs> <laughs> Fried <Hey>. Snickers. <laughs> hey. I want me to tell you that's what decided that I was going to be an entrepreneur because I was like, man, fuck this. <laughs> Like, like it was the fact that this manager he kept telling me to wipe these tables down. And I was like, bro, I wiped them already six times. I'm not gonna wipe these tables down again. And it was, it was like, it was. I can't do it. I can't do it. I gotta be able to wake up and run my own stuff. I gotta be able to wake up and do whatever the hell I want to do. And um, and to some extent, being an entrepreneur though, it's more discipline. You got to be very strict and very, uh, you know, you have nobody telling you to get up. Right. You know what I mean? You have nobody telling you um, 
you know, as far as barbering itself, you know, you, you have clients, but if you wanted to, you block your schedule off if you wanted to. Right. Uh, so, being an entrepreneur is more discipline. Um, but the reward for me, though, is like, you know, I mean, it's the reward I'm looking for. I don't want nobody to tell me how much money I can make. You know, what I mean, I want to create it. I want to create my own income, and I want to, you know, what I mean, excel in it. I want to get to another level, and um, and I, it's just it's just a lifestyle that's desirable for me. It doesn't fit for everybody. Right. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're, and I actually have a couple of clients who are who are in doctors and stuff like that, and they love their job. Mm. And and so I was, and so I actually, um, at some point I was like at that moment where I'm just like, man, I don't know why nobody wants, to, why everybody wants to be something else but an entrepreneur. But I realized that it's about being what, doing what you're passionate about. And for some people, that's the most, you know, what I mean, certain careers, those those are things that they're passionate about. Right. And that's all. That's all my life statement is. Is when you're trying to pursue something, it's just like pursue what you're passionate about. Don't do don't don't do don't do a business and you're not passionate about it either. You know what I mean? Right. Like you could. I've seen people run businesses and they wasn't passionate about, you know what I mean? I've seen, I've seen a lot of things. So it's like, you could pursue anything you want in this life. You know, they always say it's like a quarter. You can spend it on, you know what I mean? You can only spend it once. You know what I mean? You can right. spend it on anything. You can spend it on anything, but you can only spend it once. So have that mentality of just choosing what you're passionate about. Because, you know, I mean, from the age of 20 to 50, those are going to be your most dominant years. And those are going to be your working years. Right. Uh, so definitely hitting that mark. Uh, any social media? We for sure gotta have a part two because we gotta deep dive into why real estate and houses yeah. and all that. So yeah. uh, any social media? Anything you want to promote? Yeah, I mean just follow me on Instagram at Zayda underscore Barber. Then um, you, my YouTube channel Isaiah Ford, and you're gonna see. You know, you're gonna see my whole lifestyle. I don't really like hide nothing. You know, you can. You know, I'm going to be posting everything that I do. It could be a barber course. It could be a haircut that you like. It could be anything. Uh, so just, you know what I mean, engage with me. And, uh, you know what I mean, hopefully I inspire, you know what I mean, more and more people each day. That's all I want to do is just keep inspiring people. Uh, the amount of people that have come up to me and said things to me that are so positive, that's why I keep going. And so, you know what I mean, add me, follow me and stuff like that. And it's going to be, you know what I mean, keeping, keep, keep watching my journey. All right, man. Until next time, again, thank you for your time. Uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about here. WF4T.TV. Good shit. Yeah. word The book to success. It's right here, man. It's easy, man. Peso after peso, nigga. Bankroll after bankroll, nigga. Stuff some chicken in it.